WABC. He's been advisor to Presidents Clinton and Trump. And now, he's here to advise us all. Dick Morris is on 77 WABC. What a horrible, horrible week we've had. Horrible. And uh, the, the shooting absolutely is the most appalling thing I've ever ever been ever witnessed uh, since 9-11. Absolutely awful. Hello, Jesus. Jesus, children. Jesus loves you. Jesus, children. Hello, children. Jesus going to have a an animated discussion here for the next uh, hour i hope and i hope you all call in uh this is a subject where there are so many views and there's so much information out there that i really think it would be very helpful if we could do a dialogue on the show as opposed to the usual monologue which i thoroughly enjoy <laughs> so call 800-848-WABC 800-848-9222 now the the school shooting uh, absolutely just it touches everybody's heart because of the young age of the children. Elementary school kids. Oh, my God. My God. Fourth graders. So horrible. So what we have to do here is to adopt measures that are going to stop this from happening, not to get somebody elected. Uh, the left always uses this to talk about gun control. No. Come on, don't give me that BS. Right. With 300 million guns out there in the hands of 220 million people, how the hell are you going to keep guns away from a maniac. You're not. It's totally impossible. You can have background checks galore. You can have uh, all kinds of registration schemes, but you're just not going to do it. Did we make airplanes safe by taking away guns? Did we solve the problem of airplane hijacking, which used to be an almost weekly occurrence because of gun control? Did we stop it because we made guns inaccessible to people that might get on airplanes? No, nothing like that. We had cops. We had security procedures. We locked cockpits. We had marshals on planes. Right. We had the full court press of safety costing hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars now over a period of more than 20 years. And it was perfect. 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 Not a single hijacking, not a single fatality connected with air travel uh, from uh, from criminal activity. None. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Gone. 
because we didn't talk about gun control. We talked about protecting and hardening the targets of the airplanes. And the entrances. And the Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's what we have to do now. Uh, Florida has shown the way by adopting a very strict series of standards that every school must comply with. First of all, they appointed, for each school, a school safety committee that's designed to review the procedures in the school. And there are certain crucial things every school has to have. Number one, every there would be only one way in and one way out. Good. And the one way in would have a metal detector and a uniform armed police officer to screen anyone who comes in and to x-ray any bag that they bring with them. Mm. Number two, there would be protocols in place that everybody would follow of what you do in the event of a shooting. And there would be drills to train students in how to respond to it, where to hide, how to, how to hide in place, uh, where to go, uh, and, and anticipate what's happening and give these children guidance in how to handle it. And rather than just be, oh, surprised and shocked when this happens, just calmly implement the plan that's already been agreed upon. But the key thing, the most important thing here, is to have cops in schools, Absolutely. uniformed police officers in schools. I did the math this morning, and Doug disagreed with me, and I disagreed with him, and we... Got zeros all confused. <laughs> but not a mathematician, as, not a super genius, but. As near as I can figure it, it would cost $100 billion right. a year to have four police officers in every school in the United States. There were about 50,000 schools in the U.S., so it would be about 100,000 uniformed officers. We now have in America about six or 700,000 cops. And a great many of these officers could be cops uh, because not much is going on during the day. Most of the work a cop does is at night. And uh, this, and there probably is are police officers that can be detached to that. But if not, hire more of them. Right. Retired guys. And, and if the average paid pay, counting fringe benefits and so on is, say, 100000 a year, you're talking about a hundred billion dollars. Well, come on, spend it. What yeah, the hell are you waiting that kind for? Of money everywhere else. Yeah, our foreign aid budget yeah. combined is about fifty or sixty billion. Yeah, so for uh, that, it's insane not to do that. Take care of these Give kids. Give every single school in the United States four uniformed, mm. trained police officers. Now, originally, and on TV, I've been talking this week about arming teachers. But frankly, I've thought the better of it, and I would love to hear your opinions. Call in, WABC, uh, 800-848-WABC. Call in, give me your thinking. My thinking is that to take a, a, a teacher who has no previous experience in law enforcement and in firearms, let's say, and train them not just to shoot the shooter, that part is pretty easy, but not to shoot the kids, and to be selective about the targets and to know the dynamics of what happens when a bullet goes through somebody and can hit somebody who's behind them. Mm. Understand the dynamics of a ricochet of the bullet because I'm very concerned that if you give teachers guns and you make them the prime protection for children in their schools, 
you're going to have a lot of collateral damage. And the collateral damage is a fancy word for killing children. So I believe there is no alternative but to have four uniformed, armed, trained police officers in every single school building in the United States. Mm, Good idea. And with only 25,000 schools, why don't you do that? It's not that hard. It's not that expensive. And I'll tell you the reason they don't do it. Very simply, the left would rather use this as a political tool to advance gun control than to solve the problem. It's so hard to believe that they would do that. Well, I do believe it, but it's it's their it's their shtick. And and by the way, I'm sure they believe it. But the and by the way, let me say this: I used to be an advocate of gun control. I used to work for a guy named Bill Clinton, and when I worked for him, gun control had was an option because there weren't that many firearms in the U.S. Uh, At that point, there were maybe um, 50 million guns out there. And very few of them were had high magazines. There were very few AK-47s. And there was a, a, a AR-15s, pardon me if I don't, not up on the terminology. AR-15. And you could police that. Uh, and the assault rifle ban that Clinton passed had an effect. I don't believe Butch, Biden's right that it dropped school shooting. It dropped violence appreciably and then it rose appreciably. But the point is that back then was back then. Now is now. The number of guns in the U.S. has so proliferated, quintupled, uh, it is just not practical to be able to enforce gun control, certainly without trampling on constitutional rights. Well, the criminals will have the guns if yeah. you make it a crime. <clears throat> Never a problem in doing getting that done. Yeah. And so, so the answer here is to have cops in the schools. Yeah, but no Barney Fife like Judge Janine just said before. No Barney Fife officers yeah, right, right. Well, standing those, around. Those morons that, that was great, Judge. stood outside chatting uh, and, and monitoring the situation. Monitoring. While this maniac was gunning down fourth graders. You run into the fire, period, at the end. Yeah, I, m- I remember what um, I believe Rudy said, but I'm not He's sure. He's the best Where ever. he said... Uh, New York City cops, when there's a shooting, or firefighters, when there's a fire, run in. They don't run out. And, Rudy uh, was the best mayor New York ever had in history. And that's, oh, by the way, I've not introduced my sidekick yet, oh. Doug DePiro. And I worry about um, him. Let's talk who about is, him. Uh, who is a wonderful, yeah. wonderful friend and music, musical guy. He's the one that does, chooses all these songs. I like the Jesus Children of America. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Good. This is important. So, this whole story. so. The point, but not these Keystone cops. No, uh, officers who are uniquely trained to protect schools, just like we have hostage rescue officers and suicide prevention officers, and people who have very special training in that area. And when we encounter such a situation, we send those people in. 
<laughs> and that's how seriously we have to take school shootings. Maybe they should make this like a special unit, you know, a federal unit that's a school safety. Well, I, I think, yeah, but I think you need it in lo- controlled by local police right. control. Because it, it's, lo- it's so localized. Right. And by the time you go to Washington, the, right, the, the bureaucrats and done. right, right, red yeah. tape. Uh-huh. But, but I do believe that federal standards for training and recruitment and federal assistance in paying for it is absolutely essential. We have got to get on with that. We have to. So, um, I got a bunch of calls here. Thank you. Give me more. Uh, 800-848-WABC and we'll be talking about this for much of the hour. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com He's been advisor to Presidents Clinton and Trump, and now he's here to advise us all. Dick Morris is on 77 WABC. Okay, so we're talking about school shootings, and uh, I am urging a a federal mandate for plans to be formulated for every school for egress, ingress, locked doors, unlocked, when to confront, how to confront, mm. teaching children to how to shelter. Um, that's the hard part. Having like, the, having like fire drills. I know, but that's month. hard to think about. We have to do it. It's hard it's to think about. It's unfortunate that we have to do that. Yeah, but we, we teach kids, kids how to leave the school know, in the event of a fire. <clears throat> I and, understand. And there should be monthly drills in this so that we are totally prepared for this. And, uh, and above all, I believe that every school should have four police officers yes. in it. Yes. Uh, and, and manning the entrances and the exits. Uh, because I think that you cannot rely on the cops to do this. Uh, that is coming in right. from outside. That should have, be on site. Just like we have hostage rescue teams that are, hostage negotiators, and we have suicide prevention people, uh, officers who are trained in this particular task, and we need to do that here. Let's go to Carol in Yonkers, where Doug DePiro here is from. Yeah, I'm a, you, hey, you're Carol. Good afternoon, Mr. Morris. Hi. I hope you're enjoying your holiday weekend. I did. I had dinner last night at H2O in Yonkers and loved it. Yeah. There you go. My my question is, I totally, I listen to you every week. Thank you. Oh, my God, I think you're fantastic. You're the best of the best, let me tell you. He is. But the only thing I can't understand, I know the high schools and junior high schools, they got like eight, 900 kids in the in the school. I know one high school that has over 2,000 kids in there. Erasmus Hall. Have yeah. one head. Well, I mean, Yankee Stadium regularly draws 40,000 people. And uh, <clears throat> while there are numerous exits, there are only three entrances to Yankee Stadium, right. and uh, four. There's gates one, two, three, and four, but one is for the press. So, um, and everybody enters, and they go through a metal detector, right. and their bags are all screened. Uh, and and much of the time, the bag is searched by hand when the screen shows something in it. And everybody makes the first inning. Nobody and misses that's, the and first. That's forty thousand. 
40,000. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the, the schools you're talking about, maybe three and 4,000 at the most in New York. At the most. Anyway, right. anyway, so I think it certainly is feasible. And hey, uh, worst comes to worst, you, you start classes at nine four at nine yeah. ten, not yeah. at nine or nine fifteen. Absolutely. Uh, the, we have to understand that school shooting is not an unexpected occurrence. It's something we have to stop. And you know what's going to happen? They'll implement a program very much like the one I'm talking about. They have no alternative, really. And they'll go away. They'll stop. Kid, nobody will go into a school to shoot anyone because right. they know that they'll be killed and they know that they won't be able to shoot anybody. Right. And be just like airplane hijackings. How many airplane hijackings did the did TSA stop last year? Oh. Probably zero. There probably was nobody who attempted it. Uh, they may oh. have intercepted some people who might have had weapons, but but they stopped it right and cold. And how many times did people take a gun onto a plane and try to hijack a plane, and the TSA stopped them in the last-minute dramatic shootout? Zero. Oh, yeah, you're right. Good people stopped trying. And uh, that's the function of deterrence. Well, Carol, thanks for your kind Thank words, you, and Carol. I appreciate your call. Let's go to Joe, who lives in New Jersey. Good hey, morning, Joe. Dick. How are you? Doing great. Uh, I have a, a question without involving any breaking anybody's rights. If you're in, if I'm a gun owner, shop owner, and an 18 year old kid comes in and says I want to buy an AR-15 or Bushmaster 223, my first question to him is going to be why. Mm-hmm. And if it's because I go hunting with my dad, my next thing is, well, bring your dad in. Mm-hmm. Now his dad is responsible for that gun as well as he is until he's 21. Well, if he comes home, if he comes home look, and finds a gun missing, he has to call the cops. Look, Joe, let, right. let me say this to you. I personally agree with what you've just said, but I don't want to talk about it, and it's not, and I don't think it's that important. The strategy for stopping school shootings is not to limit guns. It is not to have background checks. It's not to have co-signing. It's not to have age limits. It's not to ban certain types of guns. The strategy is to harden the targets so that the kid they can't get at the children. Right. Okay. And look at look at airplane hijacking. Gun control did nothing, uh, but hardening the airports like we have did it all. And I just want to switch the focus here from what the left always likes to talk about about uh, about gun control and shift it to something that really will solve the problem. Get on your knees and pray that we don't get fooled again. That's what we have to do. We were fooled after all of these school shootings that the answer was gun control. And that served the needs of some politicians, but it did not prevent the future killings. So get on your knees and pray that we don't get fooled again. You know, I agree with Joe just now about what he said, but I agree more with what you're saying. Yeah. Be yeah. careful I mean, of the entrances of stuff, and exits. And, there's a lot of stuff we should do. But right. The most important thing is hardening school. Absolutely. Tar- school 100%. Targets. Let's go to Paula in New Jersey. Hey, Paula. 
Yes, uh, good afternoon. I love your show. Thank you. Uh, I, I just wanted to comment on um, what the teachers should uh, possibly be trained to do and also the police force. Uh, I'm, a, I'm in favor of um, trying to uh, get the perpetrator of these mass killings alive so they can be interrogated. Yes. They could be they, they <clears throat> tortured. Could be, they could provide a lot of information. So... Uh, here's the consequence if this person, because he's, he's like in a suicide bomber. Here's the consequence. The consequence is that uh, fast tranquilizing, gun to him and and shoot yeah. and blast off his hands. I, I don't know. Come on. Uh, also, it's very hard, right, for, to aim a revolver accurately. You you point it at the at, at the center of the right. of the you target get the and you're lucky down. if you hit something. Right. Uh, and and what information? There's a case with terrorists do that. Okay, if they're Al Qaeda, they can reveal other Al Qaeda types. But um, a maniac kid that goes in as a school shooter. How about no. torturing him? Yeah, boiling him in oil. You no, know, yeah. I got stuff. I can't say it on the yeah. air. Okay, but thank you, Paul. I appreciate. I got call. good stuff. Um, let's go to uh, Jimmy in Clarkstown. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Mr. Morris. How are you? Doing good great. Good afternoon. Happy uh, Memorial Day. Um, before we get started, I'd just like to say, can we all just pray? Let's keep in mind the families yes. and that the uh, community can rally around them and help them. Yes. Get them, you know, the help they need. Just do the dishes for them, vacuum for them. They're numb right now, and they need the help of the, you know, surrounding community. Now, as far as hardening the schools, there should be a special little system where the doors lock automatically, like, you know, just even a simple thing. Um and if there's glass in that window, have a shield, a metal plate that can come down. I understand they want right. windows, but right there. And then finally, um, again, with the rallying around the community, have the community, like the hardware store owner, if you wait for the schools and the government to take care of this problem, get in there, have it approved by the board, whatever they figure they're going to do, and have the hardware store owner, the owner of Home Depot, all chip in, get these things fortified, yeah. especially uh, the exterior doors. Sure. Well, I, I think you, you're right, uh, but, you know, I, I don't know exactly what measures would work and not work. You need real experts to do right. that, but then we need to publish those findings and follow that guidance, and that should be mandatory on the schools. Uh, thanks for calling, Jimmy. Let's go to Boris uh, in, from Queens. Yeah. Hi, Dick. Hi. Thank Hi. you for your shows, and I'm still waiting for your daily shows to resume. Thank you. But my question yeah. is this. Well, I'm hoping to. With yeah, yeah, there was an interview with the mother of the shooter, and she said, don't judge my son. He had reasons to do what he did. She repeated it several times. She I said that? Very much. What she meant. She said he had reasons to do what he did. What reason he could have to go and kill? First of all, he started with her mother. He shot his grandmother first in her face. And she's struggling for her life now. It's one thing. Another thing, he went to school and started shooting 9, 10, 11 year old kids. What reasons she believes yeah. she could have had. Now, no, I heard also interview with his uh, high school uh, friend who said that this guy was uh, known for cruelty to animals. He was never bullied. He was bullying other kids. He was picking on someone and wanted fight. Yeah. So it means that this usually uh, scenario that he's bullied, that he's yeah. upset, whatever. Well, Boris, I thank you for your call and, and your ideas. But I got to tell you, the same thing I said to some of the people that are talking about limiting sales of guns. 
that is not the arena in which the solution will be found. Right now, the Democrats are shifting from gun control to alarms, the, the things that should set off red flags. They call it a red flag right, law. Right. And, and you, if somebody does something or acts in a certain way, you have to flag them and you have to interview them and you have to be sure that they're not going to be shooters. That is not going to do to solve this problem. You cannot solve this problem by identifying the kids that are going to do this early. You can't solve this problem by limiting their ability to get guns. Because you're going to miss some. You're going to miss some. You're going to miss many of them. Right. You're talking about vast numbers of people. Hardened target. And the answer here is only to harden the target. That's it. And I just refer you to airplane hijacking. We had this problem that was paralyzing the country. Uh, it, and after 9-11, we began to take hijacking seriously, and we completely stopped it. Never happens anymore. And that's the answer. Harden the targets. Don't look at the gun dealer. Don't look at the hardware store. Don't right. look at the school board. Look to the cops who are going to harden that target. Absolutely. And and you can look at those guys. You can yeah. do that, but still. And go to Edmund in Great Neck. Hey, Edmund. Hi, uh, Mr. Morris. You're one of the only programs that I actually learned something. I wish you had many hours of programming. Thanks. Oh, yeah. I don't uh, need Google. I got Dick Morris. <laughs> But, but anyway, anyway, you know, uh, all ideas are great. You put, uh, I don't know, this kind of door or weapons on teachers. Why don't we start with a $5 mace? Every teacher should have a $5 mace. In they probably do. On, on. Well, they may, but they may. But, but listen, Edmund. I don't know. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.